Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Couple things, Alice. One of the great things about things going so sideways with this just completely fantasy land, um, you know, make pretend world that we're trying to have here, rewriting history and making yep. sure through um, through equity that, you know, everybody feels included and inclusive. It creates all of these bumper cars that, you know, carry them into each other. And it's purely untenable right. because much like with Massachusetts and that commission on how to do the flag mm-hmm. that spent two years and lots of money and then was inconclusive. Right. Everybody's got a grievance. Everybody has an opportunity and is encouraged to not feel included. And so they don't feel included. And so there's your grievance. And I want this kind of inclusivity. And you can't because we're we're, we're doing everything with a million chefs now, each with a vote. I've been aggrieved. I've been aggrieved. Right. Nothing makes sense anymore. So that's why like we were talking today um, in Connecticut. We played uh, that school, the Brookfield school, where the kid broke the, the tampon dispenser. The run in the boys' bathroom, yes. Right, in the boys' bathroom, right. And he broke it. He didn't understand why there was one in there. It seems it makes no sense. And, of course, it was put in there clandestinely like it was just here it is <laughs> and his kid went and beat it up everything's totally normal guys right and so obviously and then the news has to report on this we already talked about this. the news said in brookfield a case of uh arson has school officials very upset vandalism oh sorry yeah, i'm sorry god vandalism they didn't set anything on school fire. officials are very upset uh and uh, when the when the tampon dispenser in the boys bathroom was ripped out of the wall 
And so these news people are having to read this news copy as if they didn't step right on the lead, which, of course, is not the lead is not the, the removal. vandalism. Right. right. The lead is absolutely in a historically absurd movement here. We've got a tampon machine for people making pretend that they're girls but still need to use the boys bathroom for some mm -hmm. reason. So the, the so when you suspend everything and you burn um and you burn logic for everybody you can't it's untenable you can't do anything anymore everybody's stuck in their places it's like that video game character who just gets stuck in a corner right and you can't do anything and so like nobody can do anything because everything's built on a foundation of fantasy land of lies right there's no such thing as a person born into the wrong body there's no such thing as a girl who then gets to decide that, no, now I'm a boy mm -hmm. and you have to oblige me. And it's much like this school in, in Massachusetts where you've got the six foot three dude who beat the crap out of, in basketball, beat the crap out of the, uh, the other team. And because he's a biological man playing against a bunch of girls. Right. And there's all this video out there. Of him like whipping the ball, whipping a girl across the floor essentially, because they're tussling over the ball. She's holding onto it. He just like whips her down to the ground because he's a big, strong, brute guy. And so, the, so what can be done? Well, because the premise is that this guy now we're all making pretend and codifying that this guy now is a girl, right? Just as much as any of these girls. So now you've got this guy being a girl just as much as any of these girls, and of course. So now he's believing, yeah, I'm a girl. And so he's just playing hard. Well, the girls are all supposed to play hard, right? Mm -hmm. So he's just playing hard. Of course, he's 6'3 and you know got all sorts of muscles. So he's just swatting them like flies. But so so what to do? But you've 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 uh you've you've built this foundation of falsehoods of of just ridiculously absurd truths. You've built in these like the so now what can you do? Like, you can't suspend him because he's a girl just playing basketball. Is he not supposed to play as, as hard as everybody else? Right. Why not? You know, if he's a girl just playing basketball, well, he wants to get some records. He's uniquely talented at basketball for a girl, mm -hmm. uniquely strong. He wants to ex excel. So Within the, anybody? So there's nothing that anybody can do. And he's being told by his parents, who should be incarcerated, he's being told, you're doing great, that's great. And it makes him happy to play among the girls. Let's imagine all the positive feedback now. He's getting all sorts of records. But so he's doing it. He's feeling good about himself. All the special things that he gets for doing this, one, for the fake I'm a girl now thing, two, mm -hmm. for being awesome at something compared to everybody around him. And now he is... So now he is... <clears throat> what do you think that's going to do? It's going to bring more guys to the girls' team. Of course. Why wouldn't it? So it's something that once you believe the initial premise that's false Looney Tunes, mm -hmm. there's no way to get out of it now. Right. Right. And it's the same. It's like <coughs> the whole thing. One of the things I read yesterday that told me it was time to get off the Internet and stop looking at things was a Reddit post that somebody made who's a man who had decided that 
he was a woman. He's married to a woman. And uh, the woman who is able to have babies in the marriage uh, decided that she would have a baby. <laughs> Believe me, it's worth it. After and, she's done. And the now the lesbian wife, who's a man, uh, decided that he wanted to breastfeed the baby too. And he came out here and said on Reddit, like, I can't believe my wife isn't letting me breastfeed the baby. And she's saying she's not comfortable with it. And isn't that like so unfair and transphobic of her? Cause she's allowed to breastfeed the baby. And all the comments were like, yeah, it's totally whichever parent's decision. She didn't ask your permission to breastfeed the baby. So why should you ask her permission to breastfeed the baby? Like, you're both women. You're both allowed to breastfeed the baby. And since men can chest feed babies now, too, like, I don't know. Tom, you don't need my permission to breastfeed the baby, I guess, because, like, why not? I mean, we're all just people right. who have a baby. And if I can breastfeed, why can't you breastfeed? Well, right. And now we've got, uh, and you mix that with the idea that, you know, Anthony Blinken sent that memo along last week saying, stop, um, you know, using terms like um, brave men and women of the armed forces. It's all sorts of stuff that he sent right. out, uh, you know, and just you try to use generic terms because you don't want to feel anybody to feel like they're not included. We have to include everybody. So think of every single person who might be ultra sensitive. They want to make sure that they get their name checked, too. So, you know, use use these terms that don't exclude them. Because if you're saying uh, brave men and women, well, you know, there's a thousand little genders now, so all those other people are going to feel hurt. Here's the thing, like, about life, <clears throat> is that sometimes you're not included. You're right. not. And a good way to not be included is to go on some fantasy land BS about being a third gender. You have to include my thing, too. I'm a new one. Yeah, no, sorry. Sometimes you're not included. You know, I walked in 2000, year of the Lord 2002, I walked into... I think it was Kings in the Back Bay as they were still building it. And I to I've told this story before. <clears throat> all these gorgeous women were there. They were still building it. They're going over the menus and stuff like that. These are all the waitresses. These are all good-looking Boston girls. <clears throat> I asked if I could fill out a a um, a, a um, an application to be a bartender uh -huh. there. And she said I could. But she absolutely also let me know with a secret packet of telepathic information that you would not be hired to be I a bartender. I would not be hired there. to work there. I was not. I was not going to be included, and that's fine because not everybody can be a bartender at Kings, right? And I wouldn't have wanted to go to Kings for drinks if everybody looked like me. So I get it. Sometimes you're just not included. Sometimes, like I played basketball. It was a young guy one year in Winchester, and I was terrible. I got one point that whole year. It was one <laughs> free throw during the last game. Uh, and it's funny when, because of my performance in basketball, when the kids who were really good at basketball, like drove up the court, I was not included. And they that did was, not pass to you. Huh? They did not pass to you. They did not pass to me. No, I was, uh, I was not even the last resort. I was no resort. They passed to the opposing team before they passed. They would rather let the clock run out than have that ball in my hands. And like it, then it, in, I was good at baseball. I went to Ted Williams baseball camp. And I was really good. I was a great hitter. I, was, I wasn't a great runner, obviously, but I was a great hitter. I was a good pitcher. I was a good fielder. I won a bunch of awards there, et cetera. And at Ted Williams Baseball Camp, I was included all over the place. Everybody right. wanted me on their team. I got mm -hmm. plaudits. boy. The coaches like me, et cetera. Sometimes you're not included in life. It's okay. You know? Sometimes you don't... This whole thing that you have for... You no, know, we have to... Nobody affirmed my suckiness. 
They, you know, in basketball, they weren't forced to give me the give Tom the ball. Let's just give him seventy three shots to see if he can sink one. We'll also nobody made accommodations. Right, can't make accommodations for this craziness. Which brings us to the reason we're here today. When all this stuff collides, what you get at the end of the day are people building networks and systems based on making sure that there is inclusion. And when that happens, you have pure, unadulterated absurdity, especially when it's done by true believers in, like, equity. Mm -hmm. These people who are in the family tree of globalists, World Economic Forum kinds of people, WHO kinds of people, big tech global people, equity, Klaus Schwab, I don't talk like this usually, but um, uh, I would usually say a certain Hungarian billionaire, but I'm leaving him out because I respect him and his work too much. And now it's going down laterally, of course, to the uh, corporate culture of Google. Right. Which has given us today such a source of joy, and I hope nobody changes this. Alice, let's tell the story of Google AI and... Right, so Google has come out with their AI image generator, or I guess it's chat too, but... The thing everybody's excited about is the image generator, which they could not have made more entertaining if they tried to. It's like the most incredible AI that anybody's ever made. Because what it does, if you, it won't give you any specific people unless there are some workarounds I've seen some people use. So if you right. say like, I want a photo of Abraham Lincoln or I want a photo of Galileo, it's not going to like give you that. It, you just can't have that? No. Okay. It's like, no, I unfortunately due to my limitations i can't provide you with that right okay but you can put in sort of generic words Although, you know there are there are representations of lincoln in existence right in the world yeah you but think? it's it refuses to do specific okay, people okay I mean, there are representations of galileo galilee or whatever yeah the, it refuses to do specific okay. people okay so no specific people right which would be kind of a useful thing to have some of the ais do do that but, okay, but not this one no so um, what this one does do is if you ask it for like a generic scene, you know, say you want like stock photos for your website, you can input something like, you know, give me a bunch of like scientists standing around a table. Right. Thanks. Right. And when it does this, it's been programmed to do them in a very diverse way. You can't ask it for white scientists, but you can ask it for like black scientists or Asian scientists, and it will give you those. If you ask it for like white scientists standing around the table, it won't do that. Okay. Will it give me Ibram X. Kendi? No. No. But if you say, I want a black professor, it okay. will do that. If you say, I want a white professor, it's not going to do that. No. No. If you say- Are, are there not <laughs> white professors? I think there are. There are. There's professors that have no race specified. So if you ask it, can you just make me some pictures of university professors? Yes. It will give you the most diverse group of human beings on the planet, which to the Google AI means that... Everything but... Everything but white men. Okay. There's no white men provided. Okay. And it does this for every possible prompt that you could give it. Right. So you can ask for an Anglo-Saxon warrior king. Yes. And it gives you like black and Indian and like Asian and, ones Asian, yes. and you know people with crazy dreadlocks and like but no like no like white men 
And so like I typed in 19th century scientist and it spit out, among other things, like one of the funniest images I think I've ever seen. Yes. Which is an Indian in like full Native American garb He's with like a feather headdress. Go to war on the Great Plains, this guy. He is <laughs> rocking and rolling. And he is looking through a golden telescope. Yes. At the sky. Yes. So. Which is, I would say, misleading. Yeah, but to I mean, the least. they're also, so there was like people doing a game on Twitter, essentially saying like, try and get Google Gemini to make a picture of a white man. And it's like actually hard to do, which is hilarious. It, it's amazing. And just think, just think about like how top heavy in DEI they must be. That division must be. Right. And like what it's doing is actually really hard because it is doing like, other things like if you ask it for like zulu warriors it will give you the correct people right so it's not just automatically diversifying every possible prompt it's specifically determining whether the prompt would generate too many white people and then like doing something different which seems like harder than just doing this thing should be based on stuff that's out there so it seems like it would be easier to just base it on the stuff that's already out there but they went so far overboard with saying, like, this prompt could end up, you know, generating too many pictures of white people, that they've made it into this, like, absurd parody of itself. At first, I thought, like, the people posting images, I'm like, this has to be a joke. But no, this is literally what it was. It's free. You can, like, go do it. You can start typing things into it and test it out for yourself. It's truly an incredible achievement in the DEI space. I've never seen anything like this. So instead of doing a pure AI um program right it's in um artificial equity and inclusion it's aei i mean kind of but it's like not even that it's just like a a bipoc generator <laughs> it's like a weird thing um so like right now like give me a prompt that you would think would generate uh people. famous swimmers This should, uh, I, I don't actually, even jogging my memory, I can't think of a white swimmer. So this should be nice and nice and safe for us to do. Typing away carefully. Let's see. I said, can you generate images of famous swimmers? Nice. Okay. It's generating. It's giving me like informational. Now, I can think of Michael, uh, is it Spitz? And then the kid with the, um, the kid with the bass mouth who, uh, was it Lens? What's his name? Lance? That kid. And then the mm -hmm. dumb kid who swam with him, um, who might have been on steroids. And Greg Luganis. And do I know any chicks? I think there might be one from Winchester that was an Olympic swimmer. So it says. Um, here are some images featuring people who resemble famous swimmers with diverse genders and ethnicities. A oh. young black woman with a determined expression swimming the butterfly stroke in the pool, radiating the same confident focus as Michael Phelps. Oh, I love it. Okay, so Phelps is almost represented. He's represented. Then. A South Asian man with a joyful smile celebrates a victory with his arms raised on the podium, capturing the celebratory spirit of Mark Spitz. Oh, there's another one we just mentioned. Wait a second. I was going to say, you know what? A strong Asian woman with long, dark hair oh, gliding effortlessly through the water in the freestyle event, channeling the power and grace of Katie Ledecky. 
Oh, my goodness. A tall Middle Eastern man with short, light brown hair taking a powerful breath before a freestyle race, emulating the focused preparation of Ian Thorpe. Why do they refuse to give us any of the white people? A muscular indigenous woman with oh, short, Jesus. dark hair confidently swimming in a natural pool, reminiscent of the strength and connection to nature of Johnny Weissmuller. Yes, I was going to say that. Do these people not know? I mean, among themselves, are they saying, yeah, this is absolutely this is totally normal? I mean, this is a, this what this is, is a game of charades. Right. This is like like what you do if you did like a mystery dinner theater with friends where one of you is the murderer and you all play a character. This is purely make pretend. Right. It's extremely silly and it's extremely silly in a way that's honestly incredibly insulting to minorities. Yes. That they've gone out of their way to erase white people from their image generator. The only way we're going to be able to document you guys doing anything of worth in the last 600 years is if we get rid of white people. <laughs> That's how we're going to do it for you, okay? So now you're now the Olympic swimmers, reminiscent of Johnny Weissmuller, except that you're a Native American woman in a wheelchair. It's like, okay. Uh, it's so freaking fruitless. I mean, if this, you know what, so, so Alice, if this like came with, we do this all day and we're also, we also have incredible hot tub orgies. And I'd be like, oh, I see. I yeah, see. So here I said, can you generate paintings of European kings? Sure. Here are paintings featuring European, of African kings. European kings from different eras and ethnicities. Oh, God. But Here's what looks like an Indian guy in a turban. Yes. This is some kind of African warrior in a feather headdress. Here's a woman in armor with a crown. Here's a Chinese emperor, and um, here's somebody standing on sand who looks Middle Eastern with a crown and a falcon. <laughs> <sighs> crown and a falcon. <coughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, so it it literally, like, it's designed to not produce any white people at all. Yes. Which is, like, a fascinating choice. We're not showing you. We'll give you the name, Johnny Weissmuller, but we're not giving you, no. You're not getting him. Here's European kings from different eras and ethnicities. Just not white people. Okay. What would a picture... Of a king of France look like. Let's try that. Maybe if we zero in on one region. A regal portrait of a black king of France from the early oh. medieval period adorned in chainmail and a fur-trimmed cloak holding a sword and shield. 
Here's a stoic portrait of a South Asian king of France from the 16th century, wearing an embroidered doublet so, and so hose. let me ask you something else. A powerful portrait so, of a Latina queen of France from the 18th century. So what is the... Is this... So... so <laughs> I mean... So, so let me ask you this. Is the idea of this to give back results that start to make up the equity gap? Is that what it is? I guess Because so? if you did Kings of France in a Google image search, you'd get a bunch of white dudes. Right. So well, that's very is... problematic. They don't want the AI to do that. Right. No, no. So, so now, so this is like, this is filling a quota. We're quota right. AI. But so we're this gonna... image generator is like what racists would make if they wanted to make fun of what a DEI department would do. Well, yes. Don't tell me you just showed me a powerful Latina queen of France. And also, like, imagine, like, if there was a KKK that was still around and you could change, like, Wilt Chamberlain to a tall white guy with a reminiscent, uh, you know, dunk of Wilt Chamberlain. Mm -hmm. And just, like, do that. People would consider that so freaking gross. Right. Yeah, they're all white now. We've taken all the black players and they all, the Dream Team from 2000 or from uh, the 19. 93 well, there are now. people who would argue that, like, historically white people have done that. Like, they've had white people play Asian characters or black characters on well, right. shows and movies. Sure. Right? But I think doing it, like, completely <laughs> for specific things is a little odd. Like, well, well, yes. And there's a lot of reasons to have a lot of... You were putting John Wayne as a samurai warrior because John Wayne was good, good box office. So you give him the eye stuff and have him speak offensively and we're good to go. Right. Right. But I, I do think there's... Was somebody harmed when that was done? Yeah, I assume everyone was harmed. But but I do think it's interesting because, you know, clearly there's been a movement towards doing this. And, like, I don't actually really have a huge problem with Hamilton either way if it makes people excited about history it, or whatever. It, it, if it's a Broadway play, it blows, and so I mean, it's that's a Broadway of, play about Alexander Hamilton. It's the end of it for me, and yeah, with that. like rapping, that's yeah, great. So, but it occurs to me that a lot of young people may not realize that the founding fathers were all white. Well, right, and like we have shows like Bridgerton where everybody's like diverse. It's like a Jane Austen sort of show, but it's mm -hmm. like everybody's all different races, and they have Queen Charlotte, who's an actual historical figure, by the way, played by a black woman. Which, like, okay, fine if you're just in fantasy land, but I've seen real blog posts online where people do claim that Queen Charlotte was black because she's like loosely related to this some branch of the Spanish monarchy that was like a little bit Moorish or something. Well, and this is because of the new rules in Hollywood. <coughs> this is the template now. Is that you're going to have to, yeah, like one of your uh, Knights of the Round Table has to be in a wheelchair now. Just right. has to. Which is, it's a, an exercise in uh, like self-flagellation for these movie makers in, because it's, it's weird and hurts the product, but that's the point. It's brutalism, like we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Don't do anything the best anymore. Do anything in service to the equity agenda and deal with a crappy product that sucks now. But we'll at least know that we've we've uh, paid our tithing to this psychotic movement. Right. But, I mean, I almost enjoy it because it's definitely like they've completely lobotomized the AI. Like they've made it so no, that like all the point. people who talk about like AI is going to have all the students writing their essays and stuff like... If this is the AI, 
Oh, yeah. Like, this is useless. Right. This yeah, is useless a, for a, any practical purpose except point. to generate ahistorical photos. That's right. Okay, so you, you want 4,000 words on who William Shakespeare was? Buckle in. <laughs> We're going on a wild ride. I mean, there are people who claim he was a black woman, so. Definitely was. He was trans. Absolutely. Everybody <laughs> I've heard wasn't. Beethoven was black, too. Yeah. So, just saying. Absolutely. Germans are huge, I think, on that. Um, speaking of Germans, Alice, mm-hmm. German Shepherd's in the news. Oh, really? My man, Commander, back in the news. This time they published a spreadsheet of the victims. Okay. Commander, it's, it's a remarkable thing. Commander Biden, Joe Biden's family dog, bit U.S. Secret Service personnel in at least 24 incidents at the White House and other locations according to a new internal Secret Service document <coughs> obtained by CNN. How do you think CNN obtained that? A guy came limping out of the <laughs> medics room of the White House and said, just take this freaking report and do something with it, please. That number does not include additional incidents CNN has previously reported involving executive resident staff and other White House workers, but the new documents obtained through a Freedom FOIA reveal the extent to which the situation had become a serious workplace issue for the hundreds of staff supporting White House operations <coughs> and how... <coughs> Agency personnel changed their habits to avoid being injured by the German Shepherd. Recent dog bites have challenged us to adjust our operation, our operational tactics. When commander is present, please give lots of room. An unnamed assistant special agent in charge uh, of the presidential protective protective division wrote to their team in June. <coughs> Sorry. In an email warning that agents must be creative to ensure our own personal safety. In other words, like lock uh, commander in a in a closet for a while while we can get stuff done. That warning came months before the dog was removed from the White House with multiple biting incidents taking place. Oh, there's a photo. Shows a U.S. Secret Service agent's torn shirt following a bite from Biden's dog. And there's the, all these. This spreadsheet shows <coughs> the it, they blacked out the names. <coughs> They've got the names of uh, the, the all the dates, what division they're in. Then the location, one in the West Colonnade, one in the South Grounds, uh, one in Nantucket, Mass. Oh, wow. <coughs> Sorry. One in the Palm Room, one in Wilmington, Delaware, one in the East Triangle. And by the way, I get the feeling when Commander bites, it's not just a one-off. Commander's going to town. Yeah. One in Camp David, one in Rose Garden, the Kennedy Garden, another one in Delaware, Booksellers Lobby. Second floor elevator landing. You just come out of the elevator and the commander's got his jaws around your neck. One on the cabana. Is that the, the beach, I assume? And it's even got this. It's amazing. It's got this. Uh, it's got the location. Left arm, forearm, right arm, thigh, forearm, right wrist, lower back. Ouch. Magazine pouch. All right. Left chest. Right hand. Yada, yada, yada. Like if that, the whole commander thing isn't a sign of the the lack of Biden's mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else do you have to know? Yeah. Although he is smart enough to do this. Did you see this? Um, 153,000 people are going to get an email from Biden. Um, I don't know when the email will go out. Will it be this week? 153,000 people are about to get an email from Biden letting them know that he's canceling their debt. President Joe Biden Wednesday will announce $1.2 billion of student debt relief for 153,000 borrowers, and he's sending emails to make sure they know whom to thank for it. 
The administration. How is this legal, by the way? It's not. I mean, didn't Tim Cahill get in trouble for this in Massachusetts because yes. he put his name and his picture Vine mass money. on Vine Mass Money ads? Yeah. You're not allowed to use government resources to like do a campaign ad. No, but it absolutely is. You're right about that. The administration's latest tranche of loan forgiveness covers borrowers who are enrolled in Biden's new loan repayment program, initially borrowed $12,000 or less and have been repaying the debt for at least 10 years. Biden will tout the relief in his administration's broader efforts to cancel student loan debt for tens of millions of Americans during remarks in L.A. Wednesday. So that means he's touted relief. Yeah. Uh, it's the most gross thing on the earth. It's the most gross un-American thing on the earth. This guy should be in effing jail. Yeah. The email message went out today. It says, congratulations. All or a portion of your federal student loans will be forgiven because you qualify for early loan forgiveness under my administration's save plan. The email message reads. Which is for, which means that we'll, we're paying for it. I hope this relief gives you a little more breathing room, Biden oh, writes in the message. How dare he? How dare they cut these checks? There should be indictments. People should be in effing jail. They're not allowed to take tax money from one set of Americans and give it to another, the most privileged set. We should burn the goddamn city down, for freak's sake. Serious. There's nothing more. I mean, this is worse than Tea Party level stuff. Right. Yeah, this is toxic. You're taking from the poorest, giving to the richest. Mm-hmm. This guy's a piece of crap. What a piece of crap. Then this is why... I don't want to hear anything about how Donald Trump is offensive and is telling this Putin is like he's allowed reason, to go into Poland. This is like reason care. number 753 that they should impeach him is sending out emails like that. Well, well, yeah. I mean, this breaks a country in half, which they're absolutely fine doing. Mm-hmm. This is all right. This is a problem. If you thought it was bad on January 6th, there's going to be another January 6th or many more January 6ths all around this country. And you know what the people are going to bring this time, Alice? Um, things they didn't bring last time. That's correct. You're asking for this. You freaking cynical, cynical people are asking for this. Pulling this crap. Okay. All right. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's to me, I mean, like I did not go to college. I did not get any of the things you get when you get to college. And, or I have a degree, et cetera. So, but now I did go to college because I'm paying for, I should be able to, my, this is my feeling like this. Yeah. My feeling is this. <clears throat> if I'm paying for your daughter's college, then I should be able to sleep with your wife and hook up with your daughter. It's absolutely fair because I'm the new father in the family now. I'm paying is that for, what people do with their daughters? Yeah, and this this is a weird situation. <laughs> okay. Just go with it, Alice. Okay, I, get me in trouble. Really, we got a little off. Yeah, but it's not my real daughter. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, but no, I get to. I, I want to have all the college experience. It's hooking up with mm-hmm. hot coeds. I'm in, and since I'm doing it for somebody's daughter, I get to nail the wife too. I, it's absolutely, absolutely. This is so freaking gross. So freaking gross. You know what? I'm I'm a Putin guy now. Putin guy. Thoughts? No, we're not Putin guys. I am a Naib Bukele guy, though. Oh, the Salvadoran president? Yeah. We don't have to play his whole thing, but there is... um, He does say some good stuff in there. He's fantastic, and 
This is the guy, of course, who threw tens of thousands of people into the prisons in El Salvador in order to stop crime, and it worked. And he's incredibly popular, and the country's way safer and better. Skip forward to like seven minutes into that. So you say, why why is such a big number? Well, what do you expect? That we arrest 100 people and we leave 69,900 gang members in the streets and suddenly the, the murder rate will drop? Or do you expect that we because we're Salvadorans or something, because we're second-class citizens or something, we have to die, they have to kill our families, they have to kill our children, they have to, because your uh, liberal ideas of what a democracy should be have to be respected, and we, since we're not using your recipe, then we have to be killed, we have to let our children be killed, we have to let the bloodshed to go on for 50 years because of imported policies from your countries, because your countries are lecturers in the 80s, the war. You had a fight with the Soviet Union, had nothing to do with us. What did you do? You financed El Salvador to fight a war bet- between us, between brothers. And, they, and we, killed each, we killed each other, and 85,000 Salvadorans died. This guy's good. That, yeah. is, yeah, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. But I do want to get to a much more okay. important topic, Alice. This is the thing about... I don't know, Sydney Sweeney and Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. And this it's tweet, this created a, a thing going on here. The tweet says, women choose one of two paths when they are blessed and burdened by huge effing yams. So big brack. I think... I think I, w- I would I would say it's not just the rack, but but curves as well. But mm-hmm. certainly, the rack and Alice Shattuck. So either you go frumpy to cover it, right? Or you go Billy Eilish huge t-shirts and like hide your body completely, right? Or you have to go the Sydney Sweeney route and, um, you know, show it off. There's like not a good middle ground if you have big boobs. So it's very difficult to dress when you have big boobs so that you don't look either sexy or really frumpy. So I will say, and I'm going to use you for my person on this. Mm-hmm. I have worked with, I, I have worked with, and I know a, a woman in particular who was absolutely the most voluptuous thing in the world. This is like 1993. And she wore a, a, a white button down shirt. It was, she was worked for security and had a almost like knee length skirt, but she was so va va voom that people in there's nothing that she could wear that didn't look ridiculous va va voom. She just well yeah, unless she did the Billie Eilish thing, right? Unless she like really did like a lot of that. She was Sydney Sweeney essentially, where there's no real getting away with it. Now, as far as you go, I don't think like you really became a va va voom chesty person really in the last year and a half or two years i think when the occupation ended i mean because i don't think before that like 10 years ago or when i first met you you may you may have been like above average and great but i think that you could walk down the street you think i'm wrong i mean i think i can always walk down the street it's not i understand you can work with me here <laughs> I just think that last year, a year, the the apex for you in that department was about a year ago. I mean, and I don't, I can't actually, for, and total vavavumness actually, I and I don't know why, why, like I thought that, 
But like, there's those pictures with you, me, you, and Montante in that bar in in uh-huh. Whitfield, and that's like, and that one you're actually wearing a sweater, a turtleneck sweater, but it's still but a tight sweater, but it's still va va boom. I mean, that's like a that you were. That's, very... But that's the point. Is it either looks like that or that? Right. Like, or you are in so, a so is that... huge baggy t-shirt. Right. So is that so is that bad? Not necessarily. I'm just saying that it's like very it's a tough line to walk because you either look like huge and fat cuz you're in big baggy clothes. Right. Or you're going to look like that no matter what you're wearing because if it's if it's tight enough to show that you have a waist then it's going to show off that too. Right. Yeah. Once again, I'm sorry, Alice. I, I, I think you're more attractive than Sydney Sweeney. Sweeney. She's got you. She's got you beat right now in the body game. There's no doubt about that. I mean, she's also like what twenty. Or I something? also, but like... I also think that you put you up against last year with you. I would take that. I'd put money on you. I'd hedge the bet a little bit, but but but, but sorry, dude. She looks like a young Hillary Clinton. I cannot get over the nugget. I can't. She does. Well, I'm sorry, Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not interested. A in lot of guys, a lot of guys uh, can get over it. I think. Oh, I'm sure. No offense. She's got a beautiful body, but but I just can't get over the Hillary Clinton thing. Then again, I'm not a Taylor Swift guy either. Anything else, Albie? Um, I think I'm okay for now with the topics that I had. Uh... uh. So we can head to the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, which is of course brought to us by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. Okay, we have one uh, recording there, LB, and then I'm going to go to Blueberry Port. If anybody wants to meet me over there, <sighs> Nick Adams. Hey, Tom and Alice. I don't know hey. if you know Nick Adams, an Australian guy who's a big Trump fan. Um, is that the one who says people a- should go to um, Hooters with their kids? Is that that one? I don't know. Uh, he's says he's boycotting Chipotle for some reason. Oh, and he 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 uh. He says Chipotle. He calls it Chipotle. Yeah, I hear a lot and of And then he calls uh, Moe's. Moe's. So, yeah, the. Oh, he, he's Australian, I guess. I think it's. Uh, he's just being silly. Most of the part of his account is just for humor. A lot of it. I think so. Anyway, I didn't know what you thought about the guy. Never Plus, heard of him. Uh, Randy Quaid, do you follow him? Uh, not Randy Quaid. Yeah, Randy Quaid. Dennis Quaid's brother. Those two are fighting for some reason. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I wrote a column on Dennis, Qu- no Randy Quaid, for some reason ten years ago. He had lost his mind, I think, and was up in Canada, being pursued by people. Uh-huh. He's become an interesting cat. There's no doubt about that. Those two, Randy and Dennis, are very, very, very different people. But I like Randy. The work Randy Quaid has done has been very important and influential work, Alice. Um, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's still in the lamb or what. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We will talk to you again tomorrow. Um, you can, if you want to join for the live streams, although today it was dropping a lot, so I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Hopefully it will work on replay, but um, that's at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. Otherwise, you can go to burnbarrelpodcast.com and find all the different places to listen, YouTube, Rumble, etc. You need a garlic necklace over boiling water. Probably. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.